What is this? I know you, Song fan or part of the NBA community, have been asking to yourself about this podcast. So the House of Phoenix Suns is inviting you to listen to this this episode that we're asking you how we're gonna make the playoff. So if you want to listen to our opinion, just check it out. Listen to it. Welcome all the Suns fans to the House of Phoenix Suns podcast. This is your host, Carlos Roman, alongside Ryan Sirk. I don't know why, but I'm so happy and I promise you guys that every episode I'm going to have this same energy. But first, how are you doing today, Ryan? I'm doing wonderful. I mean, coming off a, a big weekend, big win. So I'm really excited with our team so far. The perfect thing is, we beat the Lakers! I know, I cannot believe it. That's the one game I really wanted us to win, and we, we won. That makes me so happy. It's kind of ridiculous, like, celebrating a victory, but nobody knows how it feels having 13 wins in a season, but beating your rival. Your exactly. Final biter. And I bring this topic because we talk about it off the record. Something about the Lakers. Obviously, we're making a NBA community. So we're we have uh, all kind of NBA fans, but also it's interesting that this is going to match what we're going to talk about later on on this episode. And first of all, I want you to say something about what's happening with the Lakers and their playoff uh, chances because they have they have so many problems and I don't want to mix everything with this. But let's tell first to the Suns fans how is having a superstar, a legend on your team, and still not making the playoff or not having a possibility for what it seems like. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of posts on Instagram like, oh, yeah, if you're the GOAT, you shouldn't be losing to the crappy Suns, you know, like especially when you're trying to push for the playoffs. So it was a big, like, surprise that we beat the Lakers who are actually trying to win games to make the playoffs. And we might have actually prevented them from making the playoffs. So having LeBron doesn't always mean, like, you're going to be a top team in the league. He needs some help. And also, they've been hurting their self signs probably before the trading deadline. Oh, but we are Davis. like attacking that pain. That's the point. Like exactly. they've been going, they've been going down for a few months, but now it's like they rock bottom. And talking about LeBron James, I was talking to a few people about this, and I see like the Lakers plan then go through this year and the plan was obviously getting LeBron and attract other players but unfortunately Dustin came out he didn't have help he just have young boys that are learning learning to play in the league they got injured 
They got few free agents that are not top anymore, like Rondo. That's one of them. Yeah. Tyson Chandler is not even close what he was. Oh, well, and no. And at the same time, they have Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo Ball that are the three top guys that are maybe the future of the franchise. But in one move, you can lose all of them. Exactly. And that's a, a thing that the Suns need to be careful about is like, yeah, we want an all-star and everything, but we, we shouldn't be trading all of our young pieces except for Devin Booker. Like, that Thank isn't you. wise for the future. That's a really good one because the, Lurk, the Lakers are showing us how to manage our team. We're exactly. having an example in a big franchise, top two in the league of the history of the league, And we are kind of the same position, but way less fame and pressure from the media. That That's yeah. also good. The Lakers wants to be in our position because, obviously, not the record, but I'm saying not the pressure of yeah, I know winning mean. now. Yeah, and that's a, a bonus that we have is that we don't have the best player in the world on our team. So there is no pressure for us to start winning games right now. But also not just having – so, for example, if the Lakers were doing as bad as we were this season, they would still be getting slammed like, oh, Lakers are bad just because they're in L.A. And there'd be a lot more media publicity talking about how bad they are instead of – because there's not a lot of – People saying, oh, yeah, the Suns are terrible. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people say that Suns are terrible, but it's not like a constant thing. There's not interviews on ESPN about us. So it's it, it the pressure. It's the pressure of being good. And exactly. Talking about this, what, what we're going to talk about on this episode of how we're going to make the playoff. I know it's been a conversation between all the Suns fans for the past decade. And we want to bring our opinion about this and the, well, saying the truth about it, what's happening now, what we can do and what we should do. And first of all, I want to, uh, Ryan, to start with our performances, our performance of these years since the last time we was on the playoff. So, yeah, the last time we were in the playoffs was like 10 years ago. And we haven't really had a winning season since then. So, yeah. 2010. Exact, 2010 yeah. Western Conference 2010, Finals against yeah. Game Lakers. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And then after that, we went 40 and 42, which is it's good compared to what we are now. And then we went 33 and 33, which was a lockout season. And then we went 25 and 57, which is which was absolutely terrible. That was like terrible. one of the worst years of our franchise. Repeat and that. Then after Repeat that, that. 25 and 57. Nasty. Exactly. But that actually seems good now. <laughs> But after that, we had a great season. I don't know how we didn't make the playoffs. We went 48 and 34. This was 2013-2014 season. Yeah, we had, I, think, I think we had um, Sebastian Telfer like, as a point guard, and we missed the playoffs thanks to, I think it was the Nuggets. They won the last game of the season. I know. It's and, crazy that we didn't make with 48 wins. That's Crazy, and then it all started going downhill from there. Then we went 39 and 43, and then 23 and 59, 24 and 58, 21 and 61, and then right now we're 13 and 51. So, 
Wow, it's, it's been, been going it's, down it, here it, since then. It's been nine, maybe ten years or a decade because I still don't think we're gonna make the playoff next year. And more yeah. seeing that the West is the best conference in the league. But exactly. um, what do you think about in overall how he what how we have done all these years? Because obviously in the record, it's it's is there. Like you don't have yeah. to think about I mean, how much. I think our record could be a lot better this year. Like a lot of the games, we didn't lose by a lot. They were close games, and then, or we're up with like five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then we end up blowing the lead. So it's just something that we'll work on, just maturity and everything. So that will help us get into the playoffs later. It's just giving the young guys some time and letting them develop as as men, like becoming more mature and understanding how to how to keep a lead. I know all the um, Suns fans are pressuring our players to win, 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 and make it into the playoffs. But until the other day, we have a average age lower than an NCAA team. So having kit, having kids playing on a men's league is hard. It's good to have young players on your team, but when you don't have a chance to, like you said, develop them in maturity like quick. It's hard, and most of the games, like you said, we play good the first three quarters, and then we blow it, and that's on That's not having experience, because the experience are gonna give you the control, the tempo, the passion to to exactly. keep this to keep the score like they did against the Lakers. And that's what a good veteran point guard can do for us. He'll control the tempo, tell us tell our team like what to do and just keep possession of the ball. Don't do silly turnovers and stuff like that. So, so you don't think John Morant is the one (laughs) because it's going to be another rookie. I know that's going to be another topic later on. We're not talking about the draft yet. People have sent so many Instagram questions about the draft, but we're holding it until the right time. Like my, well, my whole thing is, if I had to choose between Kemba Walker and Ja Morant, then I'm taking Kemba Walker. Kyrie is free agent, so Kyrie is a free agent, but I don't, I don't see him coming to the West. Yeah, he's in a comfort zone in the East. Yeah, and exactly. Also, my guy and the feeling, the guy that I want is D'Angelo Russell. But if they if they keep it, the Nets, it's all right. I mean, he have done a really good job, so he deserves a good contract. Yeah, but of course. Le- but let me ask you something. How we're doing now, the record is terrible, but what do you think? Like, like what do you think how we're doing right now? We are building a good team. We have all the right pieces. We just have to put them all together and, like, have one last piece of the puzzle. Like we have pretty much every position covered except for point guard. So you we're think we up... are that close? You you think we are that close that we just need a point guard and a few I, veterans? I, I think that I mean that's a good good question. So right now a point guard is number one priority, of course. So if we get Kemba somehow in free agency, just for example, then our starting line will be very good, and we can draft, like, I'm not saying we'll get number one pick. So we'll, we'll draft a, a good power forward. We can put RJ at power forward, we'll just say. 
And then that's a good starting five. And then with the remaining of our cap space, we can sign some good veterans, and we already have some good young guys that can come off the bench. So that's like 10 good players in rotation. But let me maybe, be clear. Let me be clear. I I said a lot of good things about Doncic on the last episode. Yes. But I think the best move that the Suns have made this season is picking the Andre Ayton as the number one overall pick in the draft. Because having that big man, really good man, is give you a confidence and a security that you're covered in a really hard position to get a good player. How many good centers are in the league? Uh, probably like a handful. That's about it. Yeah, because most of it are power forwards playing on the center yeah. position. Exactly. Not like naturals. Davis. Exactly. Marcus Sol is amazing. I love him, and I still think the Toronto Raptor just robbed the Memphis Grizzlies. But <laughs> talking about centers, who else? You can say Joel Embiid. Yeah, Whiteside. Yeah, can be better than Whiteside, but still yeah. young. He's not even twenty. So let yeah. let's take it let's take it like that. So but, you think we're bi- uh huh. Another thing that I I see with like centers staying on that topic of centers is that a lot of them aren't used to their full capability for like DeAndre Ayton hasn't been used to his full capability and it just it all depends on like the play style like Andre Drummond I think could put up a lot more numbers than he does but he's not used correctly and the Pistons suffer because of it because the top priority on these days is making the three and score a lot of points exactly and that kind of leaves the typical big man, Hassan Whiteside and Andre Drummond, who can't shoot to save their life yeah, out, I mean, out of the court. Whoever can do um, as many things that, well, that means playing this. The player, doesn't matter the position, that can do a lot of things on this league is going to be long-term. So yeah. that's why you see all the centers. We can say Porzingis is a center, but this is another power forward. putting. Yeah, exactly, that position. plays center, exactly. They shoot the three now. Mm-hmm. They they have guards move. But let's see how it goes. Talking about now how they're doing right now, I say, obviously, we said it's horrible because of the record. But I feel like, like you mentioned, we're building a team. We're looking way better organized than other years and still need some pieces. Looks like we're creating a plan. But let's see how it goes. Now, let me ask you this: uh, what what we want to happen, like what we want with the Suns to happen with this playoff thing, with this playoff thing, because it's been ten years, and we we still ask the same question: we're gonna wait another ten years, twenty years, because uh, yeah. new fans are coming up all the time. New fans, of course. new fans. At least the olds like me. I still keep the old memories, good yeah, ones. But then exactly. The, very for good the new memories. ones, for the new ones, you ask about the Suns. Who are they? Who are they? They're yeah. really bad. We need to exactly. do something. Exactly. So, and it's rare to find Suns fans. What do that you are want? What do you younger. want as a Suns fan? What do you want to happen? I just want. I don't care what seed we are. I want us to be in the playoffs soon. 
like two years. I, I want I don't care if we're the eighth seed and we get swept. It doesn't matter to me. I want to see progress every year. So next year I want 30 wins. And then the, the year after that I want 35 minimum. And then 40 and then 45. And then I'll be happy. Why are you going to be happy to just getting into the playoff? It's It shows progress. And That's good. getting into the playoffs is something that a lot of us, a lot of Suns fans have not experienced really. I've been lucky that I got to see some playoffs. I already forgot the feeling. <laughs> already exactly. Forgot it. Yeah. So, and it, it sucks summertime. I go home for, for the summer and I'm at home and I'm like, oh yeah, there's some basketball on. But it's not, it's not my sons, you know. It's just yeah, the Warriors. It's the, the teams I don't want to see win. <laughs> I was going, I, I, I was going to say the Cavaliers, but we yeah, are on the same that, boat. Not this year. <laughs> yeah, we're on yeah. the same boat. What yeah. I want, what I want is to see consistency. I like your yeah. point of going to the playoffs is going to show us progress. But I, I remember LeBron James saying like two, three years ago, if you go into the playoff and if you don't win, it's like what's the matter like for what point you you went into it i'm someone yeah. that if i go to the playoff i want to win and right yeah. now it looks and way far that. for us I, it, it, right now it looks way far from us but i feel like when that moment comes to us i want us to at least go for it like yeah get out that oh phoenix suns one of the best teams all time to haven't won a title yet um They get into the finals, boom, they blew it. Like, they did all the time with Toronto. But watch out. I know. Watch out with and, the Raptors. And I don't, wanna be, I don't want to be like the Trailblazers who get to the playoffs every year, but they don't, exactly. they don't do anything. And that's something that we have to be careful of. It's like, yeah, if we are just happy making the playoffs, that could happen. Is that yeah, we just the, are happy losing. No, in, the, in this business, in this league, there's no middle. Or you win or you lose badly exactly. because you're going to be worse. Like not having lottery picks, no one's going to beat with you, no money, nothing. So uh -huh. we're, we're not bad. So last question with this topic about how we're going to do the playoff. What they really need to do, what the Suns really needs to do badly to go into the playoff, to, to do what you said right now. Go there, show progress to all the Sun fans. They need to sign an all-star. I'll, I'll keep it simple. It doesn't matter what position it is. We need some playoff experience. Who, not like Jamal Crawford, for example. Hey, like he's, hey, he's a hey, good. This is gonna sound crazy, but I think we have a good chance to signing KD. I don't. I want to get KD, but I don't think we have a good chance. I, I I guess I I guess it's uh, it's crazy because we are a losing team and he's moving from good teams right now one of the best all time to a garbage team but to one of the worst really all do, time yeah. yeah but he if he really do the move to the Knicks it's gonna be the same like there's no difference like the Knicks have a title have the market but talking about the team. They are worse than us. That's true. They don't but, have nothing. But they have money to give to another player. Like if we sign KD, that's all the money we have. But KD can bring 
someone along with them to the Knicks, like Kyrie or Kawhi Leonard, some someone like that. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's something that um I don't know. Talking about All Star, it, it's hard, and the most possible to be realistic is Kemba Walker. Yeah, and even Bleacher Report said that we have a good chance at signing Kemba Walker. I'm in uh like a group chat, and it said like the Suns badly want Kemba Walker. So what what I think the Suns needs to do is. First, like you said, signing All Star. I think the second is keeping Igor, because we need to have that security as a coach. How many coaches we have in the past five years? Yeah, a lot. So we need someone that it's going to control the team, because it's not gonna like. All right, he doesn't. He doesn't look good with the team. Let's change it. So you are not creating any plan for the future. You're just messing up all the time. And a lot of comments about our owner, Robert Sarver. But at the same time, we need to keep going. Problems are going to be all the time. The extractions are going to be every day. Yeah. What we can do, just keep working, planning, and taking out that mentality of exactly. we are a losing team. We are we are ready to lose next season to pick a good guy like we always do every year. Exactly. And more to say, okay, what we need to do to go back to the playoff because this is frustrating, and we want some basketball after this season. Yeah. Not, not this season, but like you said. Yeah. Yeah. And and the thing is is like we need to avoid giving money like a lot of money to guys that aren't proven all stars like Terry Rozier. I don't want to give him a lot of money. We need to avoid firing Igor. Like you said, we need some consistency in the coaching, and we just gotta not let players go for like 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 Tyler Johnson. Guys. They have a really good contract. And it's not even close to us as an all-star. Exactly. That's something we need to avoid doing. But it's better to have Tyler Johnson than Ryan Anderson. That is good. And finishing all this, how we're going to do the playoff, I will ask to the, all the Suns fans to go into the House of Phoenix Suns Instagram and send a message, send a comment. When is going to be the year or the moment that the Suns are going to be back to the playoff. I want to laugh. I want to see what people think. Be realistic. If you think we're never going to get it, all right, I respect, but I yeah. don't I don't think it's going to be like that. But yeah, after after what, what having wrong? after 43 seasons, we went to the playoff 29 times. That's showing you that the Suns are a regularly playoff team. Yeah. We're just having a bad decade. Not a few years, but a bad decade. <laughs> decade. <laughs> but once we get the team back, we are going to be there. And I'm not from Arizona, but I have to say this. I lived there, and I realized that at this moment, the team in the state is the Arizona Cardinals football. But when the Suns were winning, the team of the state was the Suns. And 
we should be we are bad right now we're not doing great but once we get into the point to making the playoff or being a competitive team things are going to change because Phoenix loves basketball and that's why Arizona still have a NBA team yeah exactly and we have a good history it just we have no title to show for it that's the only problem and people forget about our history because of how bad we've been doing lately yeah exactly that's going to happen that all the time in all sports the most important thing is the present doesn't matter what you did yesterday or what we got or what you're going to do tomorrow it just yeah. think about what you're going to do today but exactly. that's a good point i really like this topic but let's give a little bit um importance to all the followers from the page that they were seeing, sending a lot of questions about anything of the Suns and they want to us share our opinion and Ryan you can start with any other we we get we get some of it and we pick the really good sadly we didn't get we don't have time to say at all we're going to take three hours but yeah just start with how um what kind of question you have yeah so i just i just wanted to say thank you for all the questions and i know there were a lot of draft questions but uh we're gonna have a, a special episode in the summer uh when it comes closer to the draft day and we'll answer all those questions in so, the summer that's really soon man Lot I know. lottery is coming so let's see all right so first question was from alvaro Taipi. what contract does kelly Oubre deserve Um, I think he's worthy of like a $12 million, $10 to $12 million dollar contract for four years. I don't know. I feel Not a max I, contract. First, first, Alvaro, Alvaro, Spanish. Uh, he sent the best question. I like this type of question that makes me think. <laughs> And Kelly Oubre is being amazing so far. Not about, about his looks and throwing kisses to the fans, but he's been committed to do a great job. And I really like that because the position that he had in Washington was terrible. Yeah, He wasn't playing. They don't even care about him. Just playing 20 minutes. He show off some nights, but then he came to the Suns and he wants to do something. He looks pretty good at Diggy fans. He can score his energy. That's what we need. But the problem is we have four guys on the same position. McCall, TJ that is injured, JJ, and Oubre. Once we trade TJ without respect, I mean with some respect, I'm not saying, oh, just getting out of him, but eventually it's going to be. I, I want to keep all those threes and give a good contract to Kelly to be that role player between starting and six men. Same yeah, as JJ. JJ is playing really well as a six man, but it will depends who we're gonna we're gonna sign at the free agency or who we're gonna pick on the draft. So I feel like Kelly Oubre needs a met contract between ten to fifteen million three or four years because he's still young and he can do great things. Yeah, and he seems happy here. He He's bonded with the guys. It seems everyone likes him on the team, and he puts 
puts an effort. That's really all I can really ask from him. Yeah, that's all you need. Yep. All right, so next question is from Dalton, I think, DQLT0M. So keep Okobo or keep Melton? Like, which one do I prefer? I I prefer Melton. I think his defensive game is already, like, it's always going to be better than Okobo's. His offense is getting there. He's starting to shoot threes at a higher rate and making them. So, like, Okobo's more of the offensive kind of point guard. Melton is more the defensive. But Melton's working. I've seen more improvement on Melton's offensive game than I've seen on Okobo's defensive game. So me, I, I like Melton better. Let me tell you this. We don't need a player like Okobo. We pick him because we we need point guards. And I'm not saying he's bad. I think he can be any any like past Suns players that move to another team and they play good. But yeah. I can go with you that Melton is the guy to keep because asking this question, when we... When we when was the last time the Suns were good at defense? Never. Never. And right now we're seeing a lot of improvement. And I give the credit to Igor that the team yeah. is getting better in defense. If we keep losing. That's good because we are in the mood. We are in the mode that we have to keep learning. And Melton is still a rookie. Exactly. Looks, but so is the Kobo, but. He looks mature, but he looks like. Not afraid, but not that confident to make plays, to go to the ring, yeah. to score. But in defense, he looks comfortable. And I really like it, so I choose Melton to keep. Yeah, and that, that's what he said, too. He said he prefers Melton. Um, so this one is from Yagen Zandak. Would you like to see D'Lo, Book, and Carl Anthony Towns super team in Phoenix? And what would it take for that to happen? Uh, I would love to see it. I think there would be a lot of chemistry. I don't know how good the defense would be, and I don't think it's a very realistic thing. I think if any, if that super team happens, it would be on the Nets. It would. Yeah, be on the I, I I feel I feel like like we mentioned during the episode, we are building a team and bringing Cat and Dillo can mess it up everything. Yeah, kind of the same like the Lakers have right now. Um, <laughs> should be that team should be good in two K. That's it. Yeah, because it's unrealistic. It's something that, of course, I want to have them, but I'm really happy what we have. It's not being comfortable or saying, "All right, comfort zone." I like my team. I don't want to do better, but I don't even care about the record that we have. I like the players, and I feel like adding more is gonna make it great. And this guy can change the whole thing. I feel it. I feel it, and I prefer to keep the team that we have, signing other players that we still don't know, and not making that super team in Phoenix. Yeah, and um, the thing is, is like that's three max contracts right there, pretty much. Because D'Lo is going to want a lot of money. Carl Anthony Towns is going to be on the same amount of money as Booker. He is already. So I don't think we would have the cap space for it, first of all. And then we would have no help around them. And people don't think about injuries. 
Yeah, same, that too. Same, same as the Lakers. What about if they trade like five, six draft picks, all the players, <laughs> and then Anthony Davis, sadly, I don't want this to happen, but get injured from the Achilles like yeah. like DeMarcus Cousins did last year. It's over. Yeah, yeah It's exactly. It's over. So let's be patient. I don't want that super team. All right, next question. Patrick from Patrick Vosden. What will happen when we lose Booker? So that's assuming we do lose Booker, but I think oh, we would have a ton of cap space, first of all. And it depends on if we lose him to free agency or we trade him. So if we trade him, obviously, we would have to get some good players in return. And if we lose him in free agency, then we're just going to have to deal with it and sign players around Aiton probably if we like lost him like last like next year say say we lose Booker ne next year and we get some assets we should start building the team around DeAndre Aiton. There's gonna be two things. We're gonna lose a lot of fans. That's yeah. something that the Suns don't want at this moment, <laughs> and it's kind of hard to see Booker out of Phoenix right now because the mentality of the young players right now are really different from the past decade. I see that the new prospect or at least the young superstars, and I can add Booker there, they want to lead the franchise to the top. And yeah. I think that mentality came from the international players because I can see that in Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Gianni Santetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, all those guys wants to be successful in their teams, not Oh, let's get let's get together. Let's build something. Nope. Yeah. And I feel like Devin, being an American, he wants to do the same because this is the new generation mentality. The second thing that can happen if we lose Booker is we can win games. And not go it's not going against Booker. It's we can go more overall. And yeah, that's maybe true. maybe we can get good players what that we don't know that can fit well. Because I really like the Suns when they are playing without Booker. We don't win. We, more as a team. We, we, we don't win, but as a team, we can see a huge improvement. And I really like it. But this guy that sent the question, we're not going to lose Devin Booker because right now he's the top guy and the leader from this franchise in the future. All right, next question. KJ From KJC.3. What player would you would complete the Suns? So I think Kemba Walker would be the perfect fit, and he would. I mean, we kind of need two positions. We kind of need a power forward and a point guard. But I think Kemba Walker would be would complete the Suns right now. Well, it, it's a really deep question because he's he's trying to he he's your mentality. He's thinking that we need the last piece of the puzzle, and I've been thinking about that for a long time too, but. That's really open. I can say like Jason Tatum, like something like that. It's not going that it's it's going to happen in the trade or or yeah, signing a free agent. But if you ask me that, I feel like the player that we need is Gianni Santetokounmpo. <laughs> well, yeah, or Kevin Durant, someone hey, like that. Think about that. Think about that. Gianni's free agent. Phoenix have the possibility. You got three big contracts, the max. DeAndre, Devin, and Giannis. And who else we pick here? Uh, John Moran, whatever. We're going to be good. That's but, the play that we need. But realistic, like the point that he wants, 
I feel like D'Lo is the player that we need. And now he, he's showing off so bad. He looks so yeah. confident, like eyes on the main. I really like that. He's yeah. showing the Lakers. How do you think the Lakers you, feel about that? Yeah. Exactly. You read my mind. He's saying, hey, <laughs> you got wrong. I'm doing great in the East, not competing against you. I'm on the I'm on the conference that is on rebuilding mode because the Eastern yeah. Conference are going to be one of the best conference. Well, they're just two, but maybe the East is going to be the best conference maybe in five to ten years because all the young Hopefully. players are over there. Yep. All right, so next question from BBB Zim. What does it, it truly take to become a 500 winning team? So I think we really just need a, a point guard power forward because we have the pieces for the bench, and, it, and then those guys will, will progress slowly. So, like, say we got – I love using the example. All right, we'll just say Kemba Walker or D'Lo at point guard and then Julius Randle at power forward. I think that's a 500 team right there. Mm. It's just, uh, well, this question is overall because being a 500 team in the West is hard. And what we need is getting more pieces. I feel like more more depth, like more experience because we, yeah. can, we can say adding an all-star, a good draft pick. Okay, that's good. But we need more players, like more more talent that we have. And I, that's the way that we're going to reach that 500 level because the, we have a system right now that is being defensive and clearly score a lot of points, but we need maturity. But b back to your point about, like, getting guys that are, like, older and, like, veterans, We I want guys that can still play at a high level. Like, I don't want Tyson Chandler or Jamal Crawford not saying he can't. Paul Gasol that now is free agent. Yeah, I want someone like that can still play and show the guys like what to do. Jamal Crawford is a better veteran to me than Tyson Chandler because Tyson Chandler couldn't really do much. Hey, I always I always like to talk about the future and talk about crazy things. I want like get my mind. I want to take it out of the comfort zone. And one player that I've been thinking about. Not dreaming, but saying, damn, this guy is really good. It doesn't have that much, um, let's see, people talking about him is Laurie McCadden from the Bulls. He's dope. Like, yeah. I don't know. If he goes to the Suns or any other teams outside of the Bulls or if he creates something over there, this guy is a future all-star. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> All right, do, do we have any more questions? Yeah, we got one more from Cosman11. Yep. Do you think we will win a championship in five years? Woo! Damn. Uh, I'm gonna have to break everyone's heart and say no, I don't. Unfortunately, it hurts me to say it, but I just, I think it's it's too unpredictable to see what's gonna happen and. If I had to pick one team out of the 30 that will be good in five years, I don't see us being the top team in five years. It's, it's okay. But the first thing that we have to do is think about who it's, who like right now, who is a team that is building that atmosphere to get into the championship in the next five years? 
And Sixers. The Sixers are one. The Raptors, Bucks. the Raptors are there. The Milwaukee, like we're the top threes are in the East. That's what I'm saying. Like the East yeah, is becoming. That's true. That's but, true. The Warriors, no still, one... the, the Warriors are gonna depend on where KD is gonna go. Yeah, but in five years, that whole team will be old, so it doesn't really matter. Old, but you never know if they add more pieces. Who's going to be free agent? What about if AD goes free agent and he signs with the Warriors and then KD move? Yeah. That is possible. They still a good possible. team. Clay Thompson But, can resign and then draft players. I feel like in five years, it's too soon. Yeah. F a, five, a team, we, we needed five years to make it to the playoff. A team that not a lot of people think will be good later are the Los Angeles Clippers. You mentioned they, that, and, and, yeah, and I overthink. They are going to be good. I overthink, and I feel like the position of the Clippers are really good, but the other part is Doug Rivers is a mastermind of basketball. Yeah. It's good, and also, I need to add this. We have to create a mentality like the San Antonio Spurs. San Antonio yeah. is not a big market. But they have become a dynasty in basketball. Exactly. They're almost in the end because when Pre Greg Popovich say, "Hey, I'm gonna retire," things are gonna change. Yeah, the whole culture and everything will be different. Exactly. But there's another teams that are growing a lot right now. Don't forget to mention Dallas. Now with Doncic and oh, Porzingis Dallas. next year, yeah. that looks pretty good. That does Sac look good. Sacramento is an art damn division too, and they're I playing. Know. Good basketball. I really like what they're doing. Utah is really good with Mitchell and Gobert and all that stuff. So that's why five years to win a championship is really tough. We need to first get a team and build it up in chemistry. That's how we can think about that. Yep. All right. That's all the questions I got. Oof. All right. That's fine. I mean, we got seven questions. Plenty of them were missed, but we promise you guys that we're going to keep doing this Instagram's questions because it's a good way to not talking about just one topic and to see what people are thinking. And also, we thank you guys for listening to another episode of the House of Phoenix Suns podcast. And we promise you that we're going to see you on the next episode. Ryan? Yep, thank you guys again, and stay tuned for the next episode. See ya. Thank you. Let's go! Bye. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Don't forget to follow House of Phoenix Suns on Instagram, and make sure to follow the podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the Anchor app. Thank you.